Have you ever been called sensitive? Maybe you've received an eye roll when you've reacted, quote unquote, overly emotionally. Maybe you pick up on other people's feelings and find it hard to separate your energy out from others. In this week's episode, we unpack how to thrive in your life and work as a sensitive career woman, and we explore three guideposts to support you on staying on track and staying in your lane. Welcome to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Barnes. Together, we'll be exploring how you can pursue a career and life that's meaningful and impactful, both to you and to others, and that doesn't require you to hustle and grind 24-7. I'm passionate about you getting clarity on your unique career path and to make empowered decisions on where to and what's next from a place of alignment to who you really are beyond your corporate persona, title, or societal expectations of what you should do. Join me as we talk about all things career, intuition, soul work, feminine embodiment, womanhood, and leadership. Hit subscribe now to never miss an episode. And if you want to get clear on your unique gifts and soul leadership, take my free soul archetype quiz over at siobhanbarnes.com forward slash quiz. I'm really passionate about today's topic because I classify myself as sensitive. So how do you know if you're a sensitive career woman? Well, if you're listening, then chances are you classify yourself as sensitive But here are a few guideposts just to double check. So maybe you are someone who feels more deeply. You cry easily. You might react with deep felt emotions. These don't have to be outwardly expressive. They can be more inward. You might find that you take longer to make a decision, weighing up both your emotions with logic. Maybe you get upset over poor or wrong decisions and are more prone to anxiety or depression. Or you feel like you get along well with animals and people and can really read people and feel intuitively as to what it is that they're sensing, what it is that they're going through. And perhaps, particularly during these COVID times, you feel like your sensitivity is just too much. If that's you, you're in exactly the right place. With the pandemic, I feel that more of us are feeling more deeply We're taking things personally. We care about our loved ones who are going through tough times, health challenges, loss and grief. And being sensitive can feel like all too much. Many sensitive types are familiar with being told to harden up, toughen up. They're familiar with getting that eye roll when tears spring up in the eyes. They're also very familiar with trying to numb out or armor out feelings and to find ways to lessen their sensitivity through sugar, shopping, food, sex. Today, I want to explore how being sensitive is a gift and something that can be harnessed, especially during these times. So grab a cup of tea, maybe get a glass of wine, and let's dive in. 
I remember back in my corporate days that I used to go to the toilets and cry when things were falling apart. I just needed that space to release my emotions because I just couldn't keep up appearances. It was awful. On the outside, I've been told I look really calm and like I know what's going on, but on the inside, sometimes I can be a total wreck. The truth is, back then, I thought that the corporate environment wasn't suitable for my sensitive nature. But arguably, the entrepreneurial journey is even more challenging. In the corporate world, I could hide behind a professional work persona. But as a coach and a business owner with a business under my own name, there's no hiding. I've consciously chosen to use my story, my journey, and my perspective to support women living out their own calling and purpose. And as a sensitive woman, it has been a massive growth edge to find my way with this. There is a way to honor our sensitivity in how we live and work, and it doesn't require you to choose staying in corporate or entrepreneurship in order to be successful in this. As appealing as it might be to change our environments, maybe quitting that corporate job and hiding away from the world or trying to control people, it's not the answer. I believe that the answer is in taking back our power. And there are three important guideposts to take back your power as a sensitive woman. So the first guidepost is this. Embrace your sensitive nature as a strength. These times are calling for greater sensitivity to handle both the micro and macro challenges that we're facing across our personal and professional lives in our local communities and collectively. Personal challenges like stress and anxiety or uncertainty on the micro level, as well as unpacking and dismantling racism and the inherent systems of oppression in the macro level within the workplace. Professionally, you might be going through challenges on which direction to go in work, finding a space and place in which to contribute and to advocate for matters that really are near and dear to your heart. Family changes could be happening for you as well. And particularly during the pandemic, one of the common challenges I see with my clients is the emotional load of needing to support their family and to be that buffer and to be that soft spot for people to land, whilst also themselves dealing with stress and anxiety. So as I'm talking, you might think, gosh, as a sensitive woman, it's just all too much. But the truth is, without sensitivity, we wouldn't be able to make any changes in any of the spheres we live under, personally, professional, or family, because we would default to old models of leadership that, quite frankly, don't care about compassion, humanity, and inclusion. So think about it for a minute. The strong, powerful leader that we see depicted in the movies and in books certainly don't come across as sensitive. When I think of a leader in a movie, I see a ball breaker, someone rich and power hungry, decisive, direct, and mostly self-serving. These times are calling for different leadership. That old leadership got us into this mess that we see on the planet in terms of climate change and the systemic injustices that we see across cultures. And this leadership is not going to fix the problem. We therefore have to reframe the mindset of a powerful and effective leader. And I believe that mindset starts with honoring our inherent sensitivity. The best way to step into your power as a conscious leader is to embrace your natural self, to embrace your personality, your gifts, your talents, and to just let that be easy. And yes, that includes being sensitive. So if you want to get clear on your natural gifts, if you haven't done so already, 
make sure you come and take the Soul Archetype quiz, which I'll link to in the show notes, so that you can begin to work with your inherent talents and gifts, and yes, your sensitive nature. The second guidepost for sensitive women loving their work is to focus on the work and impact that you're here to make and not make this about yourself. Look, as sensitive types, and I'll put my hand up for this, we can take things so personally. In my corporate days, I would overanalyze my boss's behavior and try and link his frown or his frustration in the morning to something that I did wrong or I didn't do right. I always assumed the worst. I used to think to myself, he's frowning because he must not have liked that deck that I put together. Hmm. He dropped his bag on the ground and jumped on that conference call without saying good morning. He must be pissed off that I didn't get a better offer from that landlord. Or, hmm, he seems to be ignoring me, so he must be angry about something. I was so obsessed with me, me, me. The poor guy was probably just stressed out, late for a call and worrying about getting there on time, maybe distracted by an argument he'd had with his wife in the morning. Hot tip, if you're a sensitive type, don't make it all about you. Don't assume that it is. When you feel like you're taking something personally, take yourself out of the equation and just focus on the work or the goal you're working towards. Get back in the driving seat and focus on what's most important. The truth is, it probably isn't about you. The third guidepost, which is probably the most important for sensitive types, is to set clear boundaries. If we're not careful and we don't set boundaries, we can take on other people's stuff, their emotions, their struggles, and we feel it as our own without even realizing it. We want to be there for another person and help them work through their challenge side by side. I remember learning the phrase compassionate objectivity in my very first in-person coaching course that I attended years and years ago. The message was, you can't help someone if you're there in it with them. So just take a moment and picture a friend sinking in quicksand. Would it do any good to jump in and be in the quicksand with them, side by side, asking them, how do you feel? No, you'd both get stuck. The best thing you can do is stay on dry, stable ground and figure out the best way to get your friend out of the quicksand, not worrying about if you're doing it right, are you helping enough, and just being there on the sidelines. The message, allow both yourself and other people to have their own space and perspectives. You don't have to literally give everything and join others in their pain and misery in order to be compassionate. So here's a little hot tip. If you're driving, don't do this, but I want you to imagine that you have a space in front of you and I want you to hold out your arms in front of you and sweep your arms to the side and as far back as you can imagine. And I want you to imagine that you are painting a bubble all around yourself. This is your personal space. Imagine that bubble to have like a soft and rubbery texture or whatever it is that feels good to you. And I invite you just to visualize that it's permeable and breathable, but nothing can penetrate that bubble unless you allow it to. Allow others to have their bubble and know that your bubble can get smaller or bigger as you move closer or further away from another person, but that you, your energy is protected. And so you have a boundary and this is really important to preserve so that your energy stays as yours and others stay as theirs. And there's no enmeshment or commingling, which can get a little bit murky and a little bit codependent. So There you have it, three guideposts to support you in succeeding in your life and your work as a sensitive type. To recap, we talked about the three guideposts. Number one, embracing that your sensitive nature is a strength and very much needed during these times. Number two, 
to remember to focus on the work and impact that you're doing and not make it about yourself, aka don't take things so personally. And guidepost number three, begin to set clear boundaries. Now, I would love to hear from you. Do you identify with being sensitive? Which traits from the list that I started off with, do they resonate with you? Which guidepost is going to help you the most so that you can stay on track to do the work you love and not worry about whether quitting your job and starting a business is right for you and just focusing on your sensitivity as a strength? I would love to connect with you. And if you feel called to share, come on over and find me at I am Siobhan Barnes on Instagram and let me know. And look, if you need support on this and you feel like you need help to figure out how to embrace your sensitivity in your next level of leadership, come and book a career alignment call with me where we can discuss whether getting one-on-one support is the right next step for you. If you'd like to book in that complimentary call, just check out the show notes and there'll be a link to set that up over there. Thank you so much for tuning in. And please remember, you are here for a reason beyond merely hustling, grinding, and merely surviving. You matter. Thank you so much for listening in to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. You can download more episodes and subscribe over on iTunes. And if you've loved listening in, please come on over and leave a review. Before you go, I want you to remember this. You are here for a reason. There is no one in the world like you who can do what you do the way you do it. You have a unique soul and a unique soul archetype that you're here to express in the world. If you want to find out what yours is so that you can build on your strengths, be more of who you really are and do more of what you're here to do, come and take the free assessment over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash quiz.